Welcome back to the Branding Blog Podcast. I'm Dave Young, and I'm excited to have uh, a really, um, now this is going to just sound cliched, but a really high-energy, strong guest this week on the Branding Blog Podcast. Sean Phillips, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Dave. Great to connect with you over there in Nebraska. Hey, thanks. We, we've talked about doing a podcast for, for a while now. We, we found out that we were uh, uh, in college together, but we didn't know each other. Yeah. And um, have some mutual friends. And uh, you are uh, Sean Phillips. And, and where people would know you from um, would be uh, kind of the, the work that you've done um, with your brother, Bill. Yeah, yeah. I like a lot of people call me uh, um, Bill's brother instead of Sean, but either one works. <laughs> either one works, and so Bill uh, of of the and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna mess it up because I can, I can do it if you want. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, great. I'll save you from this. So, so I'm Sean Phillips, and I'm often called Bill's brother. I'm, I mean, I joke and jest about that, but I take it just wonderfully because my brother is Bill Phillips, the um, author of Body for Life, the number one best selling fitness book in the history of humanity. Uh huh. Um, so for body for life came out in 1999, it sold over 6 million copies, um, which is pretty good for a book. No kidding. Uh, yeah, er- I think, uh, what the average, uh, nonfiction book sells a piddling couple thousand. So yeah, yeah. A couple thousand is right. You know, I mean, only 1% of books ever sell over a hundred thousand. So, um, that's a, that's a big deal. We uh, built a company called EAS in the 90s, you know, together largely with a lot of family members, siblings, and other people we'd gone to high school with. And, and EAS, <laughs> the, that's the, the sport fitness Sports supplement, nutritional yeah. supplement. See, and, and so I, I've got to confess early on in this interview, Sean, that uh, I am – I've never been your target. Right? I've probably been your target, but I've been uh, uh, hiding – yeah, yeah, I've been right. ignoring so, me effectively. Ignoring you, both you and your brother, effectively for all these <laughs> years. So EAS, this is the stuff that we still see on the shelves. Uh, yeah. Uh, EAS, well. sports nutrition, myoplex, uh, proteins, okay. creatine, um, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, we had a mu- magazine called Muscle Media. Uh-huh. And that's, you know, it was a great, great run in our 30s or, or early, late 20s and 30s. Um up until about 2000, we dumped the company about 10 years ago, and I've done a couple offshoots since then. But most people know us from the AS fame because um, there's an entire generation of fitness leaders, trainers, enthusiasts out there that were really largely started and influenced by the AS muscle media genre. Um, and you know, we were really the first kind of not bodybuilding, but moving a fitness and bodybuilding elements into more of a mainstream fitness and really crossing and bridging into from the island of muscle to the you know mainland of humanity i like to the call the island it. of muscle yeah that's great um so that brings us to what you're doing now which is full strength yeah i do a couple things now i mean my i started full strength nutrition which is really just a premium nutrition shake and i believe because i believe in the nutrition shake and the value of it we started Metrics in 1990, which was the first nutrition shake ever, and then we sold that company off. And then Myoplex became our biggest product with EAS, and Myoplex was a real high-end nutrition shake. Now, nutrition shake is, well, that's fancy words for protein shake and whatever else it is. But the reality is, is that what I've done with full strength is create a food and a consumable daily food for men that that does a lot of things. And I'll get more into it later because I could do an infomercial, <laughs> not because I need to sell it, but because I love it and believe in it. And it's and a I've tried it. I, I will say that. And and that was, yeah. um, in fact, I I one of the things that, that that prompted me to shoot you a message uh, this morning about doing a podcast was I I really want to reorder it. 
Yeah, well, I'll um, send you some. Well, that's I, I mean, that's honestly, that's that's why I that's why I uh, I pinged you on Facebook. Was that cool? I, Appreciate I was it. thinking about it, and um, I've been well, my my own. <laughs> you know, I, I'll, I sound like I'm just hemming and hawing here, right? I, like like I'm on the the witness stand. Yeah, rip it, let it rip, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've I've always been heavier than I should be, and way less fit than I should be. Yeah, my whole life. And uh, my daughter, uh, who's a senior in high school, is is trying to get a, a an ROTC scholarship. So she decided she wanted to start doing some some working out. And we had a guy here at our local community center. It's not really a, you know, it's not like a big commercial gym. It's, uh, but, but they're doing, I, I don't know if they're actually doing CrossFit or kind of a, a hybrid of it or something. Yeah. Yep. So um, we, we started going to that about three weeks ago. Cool. And uh, I, I told the guy there that, look, my only goal is to come back tomorrow. Yeah. I had yeah. this bad experience with uh with weightlifting in college and and some guys that, that I think you knew. Yeah. Um uh, but I, we we went they took me there like hey, you know, we're all working out. Let's let's go let's go down and and lift weights and and I literally literally could not move my arms for 2 days. <laughs> couldn't couldn't it, it was it was frightening and it, yeah. it it's it was an experience that just kept me away for for years. And well, that, that's and terrible, but but that's that's the honest truth. Here, here. Let me let me relieve some stress from you and tell you that that's a it's a, it's a real relatively common experience. And it's funny when you said that you'd gone to the fitness forum with Brett. It was Brett Butler, right? Yeah. And yeah. and and I first thing I thought is if you're not a non trainer and you go into a place with trainers, especially in college, they're going to beat the pummel the hell out of you. Now that's funny because you're in college. Still, it has a lasting impact. The, yeah. the problem with fitness today, I think there's a big, huge problem, is that too many trainers get an ego kick out of kicking somebody's butt when they really need to bring them into it and tell them what is going to happen, how things are going to work, and ease them into the reality of being in shape and not just beat them up. Well, I, I agree with you, and, and that's you know the, the guy that the guy that's uh, that's running it here is a pretty good guy, and um, I had some people say, "Oh, you know, I don't know, he's he's pretty intense," and I said, "You know what? I'm going to do it on my terms anyway." Yeah. So uh, I, I keep telling, you know, he, he, he brings up stuff. Well, I've, I've been kind of creating a little dialogue that's mostly true. I think you might have seen that on Facebook. I, I kind of jot down some notes yep. when I'm done. And, you know, he, he can be kind of intense and, and likes to push. And I, I get that. I think that's fine. Um, but my whole thing is I want to come back tomorrow. Yep. Uh, and I think when I'm ready to start moving into some other areas that, that aren't quite in my comfort zone, then that's when I'll start doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that I'll give you a couple pieces that, that, um, people might not know, which is, you know, things like P90X or CrossFit. P90X is a great way to train at home. It's been effective for people. It's pretty dang intense too. Like, oh I mean, my I, gosh, I, I saw some of yeah. that on a, on an infomercial once. Well, I know. And I'm like, I've, I, I, you know, like my wife has done it off and on. And I'm like, I, you know, I can barely keep up with it. I'm like, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot for people. And the thing is, you know, you don't have to dive in so hard. And CrossFit is an interesting hybrid and kind of a real up and coming movement. But CrossFit mm-hmm. can be pretty brutal and a tad bit dangerous at times, depending on the movements and other things. So it's, it's like I encourage any sort of activity. I love activity, but move into it at your pace, the way you need to do it, the way you need to handle it. And ultimately, I think one of the one of the one of the arts and the foundational elements of a sustainable fitness relationship is to master as soon as you can, which may be right now for you, Dave, but master as soon as you can the basics of strength training 
with machines and dumbbells. Not hour-long things, 20 minutes, doing this, doing 30 minutes. If you get the basics of that down, um, it's something you can rely on for the rest of your life. You can always have access to it. You feel comfortable with it. You know what your moves are. You know how to move your body. Mm-hmm. You, get, you create a kinesthetic awareness. All these things happen. And ultimately, as we reach our 50s and 60s and 70s, the, the, the strength and the training we're going to have access to is something that's very controlled and that builds muscle and bone. And that's strength training. Well, you know, and, and so a couple of years ago, uh, I went to, to the center here with, with a guy that, uh, that they had that was a, a fitness trainer. And what I like about it is having somebody tell me what to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I've, I've never been comfortable walking in and just picking stuff up or, or sitting down on a machine and, and trying to figure out what to do. Uh, I always figure I'm going to do something wrong and get hurt. Yeah. Um, so – to me, um, I mean, and and I'm when we talk about CrossFit, I, I certainly haven't done a complete workout yet, even. Yeah. Um, at least according to the standards that that a lot of the people there, you know, are are doing. Um, so they they do a good job of modifying down for me. Yeah. Um, which is great. Um, so and anyway, that's that's where I'm at. But what I have noticed. And I know this is stuff that you talk about. Um, I noticed that even even when I wasn't doing anything more than walking, I, I mean, when I when I first ordered some of your full strength shakes, uh, I was at least getting out and walking almost every yeah. day. And what I notice is that uh, the side effects from exercise are as good as. Uh, prescription drugs as far as giving you some side effects that just beat you into a different place in your head. That's, yeah. that's probably the wrong way to say that. I don't mean beat you into a different place, but um, I mean, there have been studies done that that, sh- that show that uh, uh, placebos that have any kind of side effect can be just as good as antidepressants. Yeah, yeah. And exercises beat antidepressants consistently over time. Yeah. So uh, so I noticed that, and, and I think doing a little bit more intense uh, type of workouts has, has made a difference, even though I'm getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Oh, ouch, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because that's, that's... I, I go with my daughter, so we've got we've to get in and get done before... Uh, before school so well and that's fun and that's that's family fitness that's family time together and you know i want to want to i want to give something we're talking sometimes you know like i always try to refer things to back to the businesses and back mm-hmm. to back to you know because ultimately business becomes life life becomes busy and then we don't have time for fitness so right. I'm always and, and like, that's that's what i wanted to relate it to i mean for me for my business i've been i've been pretty busy the last few months and and it's helped it's made a difference well and the things that you're doing you're doing with the CrossFit. Say, I want to come back tomorrow. I want to come back tomorrow, which reminds me of something that I teach in some of my lectures and stuff, which I say, you know, what's the secret to quantum change? Because everybody wants a quantum change in their body and their life and their business. And they, and the, see, we have this fundamental problem in our thinking. We, when we think about quantum change, you know, some radical transformation, we think we need a radical solution. So we start looking for all these secret diets and amazing things and business solutions and other things. And, and the reality is quantum change is a result of simple things repeated daily, right? Right. And so you're going to CrossFit. And I don't, it doesn't have to be a full workout. It doesn't have to be amazing. It can, I mean, if you literally change the, change the, the distance you walk each day, do a little bit of exercise and change one meal a day. the The results you'll have in twelve weeks are stunning. You'll be like, "What?" Well, and, and how, how that... Yeah, I, I 
anything I did, if I get out of bed at five in the morning and go in that building, yeah, it's more than I'm doing by getting up at eight and sitting on my butt all day. Yeah, exactly. Well, it doesn't and then matter what I do in there. You're elevating. Yeah, exactly. You're elevating. <laughs> Just your getting your, there. <laughs> exactly. But that's that's where you're at with the steps, and this is really the secret. Ultimately, that translates straight to the business world in the doing the simple things first. I've got a friend that I've always envied that. He runs a hell of an international construction business, a pretty young guy who's really well-spoken, but he has this ritual each day of stopping at a coffee shop and writing down the things he's going to do today in his journal, right? So he just is, mm. that's his ritual. And he just sits down every day, and he takes the things he didn't do yesterday, writes them down today, and it's the act of writing them down in his face. And I'm like, you know, every time I try it, it works, and then I don't sustain it infinitely, but it's like that's... That, it doesn't have to be more complex than that. We think of tools. We think of advanced things. We think of, you know, it's kind of like in Strength for Life, my last book. It's just all dumbbells. I didn't ask you to go to a gym. I didn't ask you to do anything fancy. I didn't ask you to do anything. Just a, you got a place to sit your butt and a dumbbell. You're, you're, you're good. That's all you need. You don't need to be fancy about it. Hmm. So I, I've been reading uh, some of your emails and things. You, you've got another program that, that either just started or you're in the middle of. Yeah, some, some kind of a group. I'm teaching. Uh, I'm teaching Strength for Life, which is my last book. My last book. Um, so, Build It Body for Life in in you know came out about ninety nine two thousand, and in two thousand eight, I was kind of drafted. I was writing a book. Kind of was actually going to be the, a man's guide to life in the second half because I, one of my focuses with Full Strength My Nutrition Shake and everything I do right now is really focused on. Um, what I've redefined really is the men's middle third, kind of that middle third of life. You know, the first third's figuring out, you know, who to screw and how not to get screwed. The middle third's making hay and the third third's giving back, right? Okay, yeah. And so I like extending the middle third from that 35, 55 range, you know, 30, 38 to 60 range, you know, kind of making that third in there. And so I'm really focused on how you, you create a new, more empowered life because it's not, you know, it's not just a physical practice. I'm all about the mental, emotional, and spiritual elements that create uh, greater energy from the inside out. So that's the book I was writing, and it got turned into more of a general dialogue in Strength for Life. I mean, not more general. It got positioned so that it would be a, a sequel to Body for Life in some ways. So I had to incorporate Body for Life, take it to a new level. But I really brought that mind practice, focus, lifestyle, lifestyle integration, and then how to live, how to turn fitness from something you do to something you are into a beingness. So I really, I, I tried to make it both fit in your life and then make get part of your life such that you can sustain this, you know, and it sustains you. So you sustain fitness and the fitness sustains you. So um, tell me about some people that you, I mean, this, this is, this may sound strange. Tell me about some people, you know, that, that are uh, like me that have been able to cross that bridge and stay on the other side. Okay. So the people I know, because what, the- what happens is, yeah. Um, guys like me look at guys like you and go, oh, yeah, well, that's just, that's not who I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, th- but that's who you've always been. Yeah. And I, and I get there's, there's a redefinition and a process. And I was like, uh-huh. you know, I mean, I think that, you know, let me tell it from a different um, side piece, which is one of the chapters of my book I talk about is motivation. And I say motivation is... Um, what we're all searching for. We're all searching for this motivation. And then people relate fitness and starting new activities and fitness is one highly correlated with discipline. They think, well, I've got to have the discipline. Mm -hmm. So like when I go out to eat and I sit down with a group of everyday people that I'm talking with or something, 
and I order lunch, they, they, they often won't go, wow, how do you eat with such discipline? And I look and I go, I don't know, what do you mean? I, this is just the food I eat. This is it's the way I would eat. Are. Yeah, yeah it's, it's what I want to eat. It's because it feels good and tastes good. So there's no discipline exerted for me. So but fitness begins in this area of, you know, on your far left of your graph. So from the far left, I've got to start fitness. And there's, there's I call it four major phases. You can start from the, I have to start. The doctor says, I have to start fitness. You know, I've got to start because I can't stand this way I feel anymore. I've, I have to. Have to is, takes a lot of discipline, you know, and because that's, that's, a, that's an external motivator. I've got to do it. So I have discipline. Discipline dissipates as we start to move over into the, into the kind of I want to. So what happens mm-hmm. is you start doing something for a period of time and you, you, you stick with it. However you have to do this ritual, this morning ritual, whatever I have to do. If you stay with this CrossFit, for 10 weeks. You give me 10 weeks so you make it 80% of the time and then try to go a week without it. Hmm. You'll be in a place where you go, man, I, I, I think I kind of want to go do that. So you start to move into the want to phase. The want to takes less discipline because now I want to do it. There's reasons I want to do it. I want to do it because I feel better. I want to do it because I have social connections. I want to do it because um, I'm, you know, I'm seeing changes, right? Um, what happens from want to is we start to move to more of an internal motivation. It's not just I want to to please or to be or to belong, but I start getting enjoyment from it. So now we're starting to get dangerous, right? Discipline starts to really dissipate at that point because I'm enjoying it, you know? And I'll go back and relate this before I get to the last phase, which is where everybody really wants to get to. I relate it to something. I've been in fitness my whole life. I've been a weight trainer, a mm-hmm. strength trainer. I've done other practices and stuff. I got into, I never thought I'd be an endurance athlete because I'm a sprinter. I got into cycling about five years ago, right? Okay. Road cycling. And I had a bike and I've done some mountain biking, but man, road cycling, like 30, 40, 50, 100 miles. I mean, that's crazy talk, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, no way. And so I got into it and it, it took for me, it took guys being social, like going out, taking me up the hill, and I would, I would kind of set challenges, and I would hate it, and I would hate it. But I'd do it because I said I'd show up. And then I had to, then I had to do it. I had some reason I had to do it. That, I went through these, every one of these stages. Well, well I kind of want to go out. It kind of feels good. Or I'm enjoying getting better times or something mm-hmm. like that. And all of a sudden, I start getting enjoyment out of it. After you get enjoyment out of it, the, the final stage, and this is the stage of lifestyle, is what we call mastery. And mastery really is now I, I no longer do fitness. I no longer just ride a bike. You know, I, you know as, as uh, Carl Spackler would say, I, be the ball, right? <laughs> you know, be the ball. Right, so you Danny. start. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be the ball. So it's, it's you start being, I say, you st- there comes a point when you stop doing fitness and start being fit. And the being fit is just now you're expressing, that's, that's when the crossover, because you start to express this energy. People start to reflect it back at you. They go, wow, man. And you go, well, I, I freaking look 10 years younger. I feel 10 years like, Wow, I can't believe this. Why would I ever give this up? And mm-hmm. the foods we used to eat, we no longer eat because they just don't fit. They just don't fit in your lifestyle. And you, you said something else earlier that I want to reflect before I lose it, which you said, I started drinking full strength shakes and I started walking and then I started walking. And what happens so often is we make a shift in our diet. Mm-hmm. And it makes a shift in our lifestyle. Or we make a shift in our lifestyle, it makes a shift in our diet. But they come together in groups. Things come together in groups. You wouldn't take up exercise and then purposely eat worse, right? Right. And, but again, I, I think as I look back over, uh, <laughs> over my, my uh, attempts and failures to, to try to get over that hill – in my life, I, I was thinking about it, you know, if I, if I were to write a book about this right now, it'd be, uh, you know, it only took me, uh, 20 years to lose 50 pounds. 
<laughs> and not all in a row. <laughs> no, but but that's you know that that's about the story. Yeah. Um, and and so one of the things that that uh, and, and you may have picked up on on the little notes that I've written um, is that at this workout in the mornings, you know, I, like I said, I just want to come back the next day for right now. That's my goal is I get out of bed at five o'clock and go in. And and I think that's me just saying uh, something very similar to what you just said. And that's got I've got to get through this obligation phase. Yeah, and it is obligation. That is actually what it's called. The cat, that's funny. That's it. Well, I'm yep. looking. I'm looking right at the chart on your on your. Oh, page. good, awesome, awesome. <laughs> I'll, I'll post that. I'll, I'll actually post that if that's okay with you. To, yeah, uh, please. Yeah, along with the podcast. But so when when the the coach or I, I don't know what I, I suppose you call him a coach, right? If you're a fitness. Yeah, sure. Leader. That's good. I, in my little notes, I call him General Lee. Uh, uh-huh. his, his name is Lee, and he, he's actually a state trooper here. And oh, I think, funny, yeah. and I think he did uh, like what is it, TAC training in the military? Yep, yep. He was one of those guys. So, yeah, yeah. So he can be pretty intense. But I actually said to him, you know, look, I I want to come back tomorrow, and I don't want to, I don't, I just want to know the next thing I have to do. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, we got to get you working on nutrition and this and that. I'm like, no, wait, 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 wait. I just want to come back tomorrow. I think. And you tell me. I mean, you you've written about this. You've researched it. Am I? Who's right? I, mean, I would to say me, I've got to push through that obligation phase. I, I can't. I know from experience if I try to change everything in my life at once, I'm going to fail. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm 100. percent I mean, try to change. You know, like right now, I've got a backlog in my business. I've been dragging my butt for six months dealing with other issues in my life. I've not been hitting my projects. So what do I do? I have this this congestion of projects and things I want to do. So what's going to get done as long as I'm looking at 12 things that I need to do? Nothing, right? <laughs> Nothing. Right. You got to look at one thing that you need to do. One thing, one thing, one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. And that's the one thing. So what's the one thing? And the, um, you, so you're right because it really, I mean, whether we're, we're, whether we're getting fit, recovering from an addiction, recovering from a relationship, recovering from a life trauma, whatever it is, Whatever we're doing in the change in life, change comes one step, one thing repeated daily. And that's your goal is, I mean, it's the old AA principles, right? One day at a time. It's today. Today I choose not to drink. Today I choose to be fit. Today I choose to be fit. It's not tomorrow. It's not next week. So you're absolutely right. And the problem with this adding, you know, it's so many, and I'm not saying generally is this way. I'm saying so many fitness he trainers know take. I call him that either. I know. I got that. <laughs> Hopefully, he's I, not cruising down the highways listening to uh, my podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, they 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 want you. They want you where they are, and they want to see you as a reflection of themselves, and they want you to succeed. And so they give you a list of the twenty-seven things that you need to have happening by next week. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. No, it's, not that's a week. yeah failure strategy. That's a failure strategy. That's not going to work. Mm-hmm. One thing. One thing. Do one thing. Do one thing positive in your life and then do another. Well, even, you know, he, he – so I'm, I'm in the middle of whatever I was doing. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Probably more – just more push-ups or something. And, and he's, he's uh, going off on uh, – we've got we've to start talking about nutrition and, and so we can start – you know, you can start dropping pounds. I'm like, that's not why I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I'm here because I need to come back tomorrow. That's all I'm yeah. worried about. That's yeah, all I'm worried no, that's about. Good. I'm not worried about weight right now. And I'm not worried about what I eat. And so even the even the I told him he could give me one suggestion. I'm, you can't change my entire diet. He'd give me one. Yep. And he said eat six meals. And mm. and I should have asked how many sets 
<laughs> but but uh, uh, see, that's even a foreign concept. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, do I have to cook six meals? I mean, it's a it's a big leap, and here's yeah. here's the and, and so I think that that kind of stuff is going to come. I've got to get interested in it first, and and when I when I get to that point, I think I think it'll be natural. Well, and I, and I appreciate, it. and I think this is a real takeaway for people. And this is, I wish I actually had more talks like this around fitness, which is, um, you know, it's it's not about everything at once, and it's not about taking it all on. It's about doing, and it, I I really appreciate it. I guess the piece I'm really appreciating, as you said. It's not about the weight right now. It's about coming back tomorrow. If we give up this obsession with weight or weight mm-hmm. loss, the weight goes away itself. Like I said, you look, if, you know, like in the summer, in the cycling season, you know, I have to climb mountains. That's what I do on my bike. I climb mountains. Well, guess what? I'm, I'm seeing how fast I can climb a 3,000-foot mountain on my bike. Guess what happens? I lose weight. I'm not sitting around trying to lose weight. The right. weight gets off because I'm trying to achieve something. Sure. You know, so it's a, I, I, I think weight loss, weight loss as a side effect of lifestyle goals and activity is a hell of a lot more effective, sustainable, and, and realistic and, and important than weight loss as a, sole, as a sole focus of weight loss. Yeah, I mean, and you can read all kinds of, I mean, I, I, I'm at least aware of stuff that says, well, you know, exercise is not the, it, it's, it's not the end all for weight loss. And I believe yeah. that. Yeah. I don't think you can row it off unless unless you're on a starvation diet. You know, I mean, if you're uh, if 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 you're uh, on a slave ship in the middle of the Mediterranean two thousand years ago, and yeah. uh, you've got a guy beating a drum and and not feeding you very much, yeah, you're you're certainly not going to be fat by rowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you're you know, and that's so you're doing that nineteen hours a day. Uh, but if if you're you know rowing for thirty minutes and then sitting on your butt at a computer the rest of the day that that's not going to make much difference. Yeah. So I think it has to be a, it has to be a lifestyle change, but I think I, I just have never, I've never had any success jumping in, uh, over my head, I guess. Well, and, so, and that's it. I mean, it, it is over your head because it's a lot, it's a lot of stuff. And I mean, you know, just, just so General Lee knows, I mean, the six meal a day is what came from Bill's book, Body for Life. He was the, the, the creator of the six meal a day phenomenon, which is, you know, I mean, it's, it's a great way to practice. I say, I say, you know, doing something like that is less a sustainable lifestyle than it is a real high discipline practice that can teach you a, a lot about your body and, and induce, you know, more effective results. And, and so what I always end up doing is kind of a hybrid you know, it's not about six meals a day as much as it's about having sustainable energy and consistent nutrition. Right. And, and, that, and I get that. I yeah. think that's that's uh, some of the things that I read uh, on your site and and the materials yeah. on on your full strength shakes. Yep. You, you talk about that, and so when you're talking about six meals a day, you know, I'm I'm not going to go cook six meals a day, but I could certainly shake one or two of them. Yeah, well, I mean, and I that's, think if, that's kind of the the principle, isn't it? It's it's sustained yeah. energy. It's it's um, sustained fullness, I guess. If if you want to yeah, look at satiety. it that way, yeah, satiety. Yep. Yep. Um, and and just not having to to sit down at a a giant meal and and then roll yourself away from the table at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of that comes from not the discipline of not eating, but the inner trick is really the sustaining or getting steady levels of blood sugar and insulin levels. Because what what, what we do is we 
we get our blood sugar up and then our insulin level gets jacked up and then our body stores fat and then our energy drops then we get starving and we go through this roller coaster all day long mm-hmm. and if we if we eat protein first if we eat balanced meals if we eat like a full strength nutrition shake those type of things are all insulin stabilizing so blood sugar and insulin stabilizing gives you a more steady energy now we're talking about work productivity because your brain's working your your body's running at a better energy you're not taking as many breaks you're not sleepy you're reducing coffee intake all those things are about controlling the hormones that drive your body, which are really by controlling the food. I mean, the food's the most powerful drug that we'll ever consume, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's either killing you or it's empowering your life. So it's, it's, it's figuring that out. Now, food works in conjunction with your exercise because moving the body causes the hormones and, and cells and energy to react differently. All those reactions in the brain chemistry and the body chemistry work. So we're really just, we're not talking about just behavioral change. We're talking about chemical changes in the body. So when, when I'm looking at your chart here, right, and you've got these four phases that you, des- you described earlier, and the first phase, this oblig- obligation phase, where, where you just, you know, i, I got to go back tomorrow. Uh, I want to be able to go back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you show that as, as a, about 12 weeks. Is that right? No, I don't think that, it's Is that 12. different? For, I mean, I'm, I'm seeing that at the bottom of the chart, but – um, mm, yeah, it's not really a 12 week. I don't know. I'll have to look at the chart again. See, it's, it's not about the 12 weeks. I mean, by the time the 12 weeks is up, the full 12 weeks, like if, if you commit to a really structured 12 week transformation is like my transformation training camp, I would expect obligation to last, you know, I mean, pure obligation three to four weeks before you start to get to the, I want to, you know, I mean, that's kind of how I break it. I break my 12 weeks into 21 day sprints because they say, you know, you can do anything for 21 days. Just just do 21. And then I actually describe in one of the chapters, I give the texture of how it's going to feel. You're going to feel this way. You're going to, at the end of 21, you're going to kind of start to think, well, this isn't necessarily working. And then you're going to kind of week, first, second week of the second 21, you're going to get a real lift and you're going to kind of really feel this kind of movement into this want to and this energy. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of, you kind of get these like waves of like, you know, ascending motivation and inspiration and then descending and then they get smaller and smaller and then you start to get more and more enjoyment out of it. By the time most people committed to a full 12 weeks of transformation, they come out of it really, in, you know, with one foot in want to and one foot of enjoy. Okay. I'm enjoying it, you know, and really starting to enjoy that lifestyle. Now, um, the secret to moving to mastery is kind of repeated. It takes time. But, but you know, once you're, once you're in an enjoyment, I mean, it's, you know, it's hard not to, you know, it's like I'm, I'm, you know, it's starting to get sunny and I'm going out to ride my bike even <laughs> if I have to bundle up, right? Uh-huh. You know, I enjoy it. I want to be out. Sure. Well, I, I guess uh, that, that helps me, you know, to be honest, Sean, just, just knowing that, uh, and I'm, it's not that I'm not enjoying it, you know, like, like yeah. I said, I, 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 I do end up feeling better all day long if I go. You know, you do feel better all day long, and that's mm-hmm. you are enjoying it. And there are elements that are enjoyable, and I think the big one of the big gravity elements to this thing is this social thing. I mean, you know, it's, if I relate some of this stuff back to business again, I think about how much stuff that I try to do in business, like on my own, like a rugged individualist, and mm-hmm. how much better I am. You know, where I I excel, I excel in working on other people's businesses. I can do stuff mm-hmm. for other people that I can never do for myself. Yeah, I and hear that's. You. And that's that social accountability. That's that bringing, 
you know, people together. So how do, how do you use, I mean, you're going with your daughter right now. Okay. Who the hell wouldn't get up and do that? I mean, that's great time together. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, so, I mean, that, that's strengthening. You know, I used my friends that drug my butt up these mountains and waited for me and got me <laughs> over the hill and over the hump. And then I got to be less embarrassed and less bad and less bad at riding. And then I got to racing them. And then now I'm at this point where over the last three years, I've taken a lot of people up their first real big mountain pass because now I'm passing it down. I'm paying it forward, right? Cool. You know, and so I get people over the hump. There's always a hump in fitness, in, in, in cycling, in sport, in anything you do where there's this, there's kind of a roadblock. There's a, some barrier to something you didn't think you could achieve and you didn't even know you, could, you didn't think about it. Mm -hmm. You didn't know you could get there. You didn't know I could break a million dollar mark in my business, you know. But once you do, it changes your entire relationship with everything you're doing. And for me, you know, one of mine's that we have a uh, mountain here, uh, not too far from home, up in Evergreen called Squaw Pass. And Squaw Pass is a 30 mile, maybe 40 mile ride, you know, up about uh, 3,000, 3,200 feet, up to 12,000 feet. And it's, it's an epic kind of Tour de France ride, right? Okay, yeah. And, you know, I, you know, I, first time I got my ass drug up there, I was scared to death. I didn't think I could do it. But once I got it, understanding that I was capable of this, it changed my relationship to cycling, my belief in myself, my confidence, my understanding. And I have done that for probably 15 guys. And every one of them has had a transformation because they realize now, they'll tell themselves it's too big for them. And once they get up it, they're like, oh, wow. So now I'm more capable of doing big rides. It changes their relationship. Sure. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I, I can see it and, and I, I think it's uh, it's confronting that initial fear. It's, it's confronting uh, yeah. all the reasons that you haven't done it in the past. Yeah. And it's not, like I say, some of it, you're not even really aware of what that's going to be. You know, you don't know what it's going to be. You're going to do something. You're going to come up with something. Maybe, maybe if you keep in the program, they come up with a CrossFit test and you're like, you're not going to do the, the exam or you're not going to do the challenge. And then you kind of go, oh, maybe, maybe I should. And then somebody get talked into it and you realize that that's the thing you were not confronting. And once you confronted it, Regardless of where you ranked, you're like, wow, now I've changed my relationship with See, what I didn't I even know do. they did that kind of stuff. Yeah, they have challenges, like contests <laughs> and stuff. So maybe they're hiding it from you now. Probably. That's probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I've got some I've got some some friends that that uh, across the country that, that do it and they you know, they they're talking about it all the time. So it, it it's interesting and, and like I said, I I'm gonna keep coming back. Um Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Um uh, Lee's gone tomorrow. I think he emailed with, with something I'm supposed to do. Yeah, that'll should work. I, should I go do that? I do that thing tomorrow. Do that, huh? Yeah, it's, it's, do, it's do the next most important thing and the next thing and then the next thing, right? Right. Um, so when, when we talk about, about business and, and, and full strength, I mean, what, what are the things um, – I mean, what, what would you say to just, just somebody that, that is just struggling to get it done every day? I mean, what, where's, where's the place to start? Do you, do you do it? I mean, to, to me, I bought the shakes first cause I thought, well, gosh, I, I can certainly drink a shake. I'm not sure I could do a, a couple sets of burpees, but man, I, I can drink a shake, bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, and I think, but I think, you know, you've got to, you got to start somewhere. Where's, where's the best place? Um, best place to start is something you can hang into, you can get on. And, you know, like I like two things. One, 
I'm an advocate of, of, of a nutrition shake and a good one. And, you know, obviously I'm an advocate of full strength because I think it, it not only changes the, the body chemistry and your insulin and the way your body reacts to things, it, it's something you feel like you're doing good for yourself each day. And when you do something affirming for yourself and good for yourself, you're inclined to do something else. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's a, it's a wise, it's a wise investment because it's a low bar with a high return. So it's, it's benefit to cost ratio is very, very good for getting motivation and other things. Now, if you combine two things, if you were to do a full strength or a nutrition shake or a good quality protein shake or drink every day, but it's, it's, a, it's a ritual. It's a daily ritual. It's not something I do after a workout, not something I do now and then. It's got to be the ritual. You've got to commit and say, for 30 days, I'm going to do this mm-hmm. or for two weeks. Then after that, if you take the time to nourish yourself well, maybe you just say, okay, before or after, I'm going to do a 20-minute a walk or I'm going to do this. Whatever it is that you can do and repeat, you know, five days a week, do that. Do that. It doesn't have to be the biggest thing in the world. Now, the one thing I'll give you that you're doing right now that is probably the biggest single place that people can hook in is partners, social, and accountability. Because accountability to others gets us in the game and makes us show up. Because I won't show up for myself like I'd show up for my brother. I think that's absolutely true. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. and the, and the trouble here is, I mean, I've, I've been, uh, well, I, I'm going with my daughter and, uh, she's going to be heading off to college. Um, and there's really not, not many other people in there that I really know or, or, or would, would hang out with. So, uh, I need to find that. Well, and there's social media. I mean, really, yeah. we don't have to be together to be in a, in a group or community that says, look, you know, today I'm going to do this and we go do it or we have the assignment and that's You just really compare c- notes. Uh, yeah. Well, and there's something to, I've had this thing I've done in the past and I'm not doing it now, but I've had a deal where I've like started camps, I've started transformations. And what I've said is, look, we're going to train at the same time, like on three intervals during a day. So the fact that I'm going to the gym at 6 a.m. my time to do a workout today that's assigned to 12,000 other people and they're all doing it at their time and, and maybe we're, maybe 3,000 people are doing this at the same time today, starting at the same time. We're actually training together at distance. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So there's still accountability and it's like I want to be part of this belonging group, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, when, I, when I get my time in and, and, uh, and move a little bit farther into that desire part of the curve, yeah, I'm going to look into that with you. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to start and, and crank into it. And the thing is about, like, what I do, um, I mean, like, Body for Life, kind of like the P90X model, can be a pretty intense program. It's a very transformative program because it's a tough program. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a lot. It's a good load of training and a good load of intensity and stuff. And I really took Strength for Life, and I, I brought more mind, more focus, more strengthening of the mind-body connection into it. And I also reduced the amount of work because I said, look, you know, I'm 40-some years old. I don't need... I don't need an hour a day in the gym. I just need to be, I need to, I need to create accessibility to a program that people can do and achieve that will still get them significant results without killing them. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, you know, my commitment in strength for life is, you know, a couple cardio days a week, a, a at home, all body movement, stretch kind of flexibility and active rest on Saturday. And then three really simple 25 to 35 minute dumbbell workouts a week. And that's it. What well, active rest Active rest is kind of like you know, a little bit like a lighter CrossFit. You know, it's a combination of push-ups and things. So I'm I'm getting you cardiovascular work, a total body movement, but not making you kill yourself like with intensity. Ah, uh, darn it! 
<laughs> I thought active rest would be like, you know, watching uh, a whole season's worth of Seinfeld or something. <laughs> yeah, Seinfeld, Seinfeld's good. I'll tell you what, there's a guy who, there's a guy who trains now that you bring him up. Really? Oh, man, yeah, he is one fit dude. I quipped his gym about, I think, six years ago. is one in Long Island, and he's a full-strengther, man. He's a two-shakes-a-day guy. Wow. Any parting words, Sean? I mean, this this has been great, and I, I'd I'd love to continue this conversation as I uh, move myself along this this uh, this curve that you've described, and I'm I'm going to post that uh, here with the with the podcast. W- would you be willing for that uh, to do that? Just just touch base again, as uh, you know, in in maybe a couple months. Um, absolutely, love to, Dave. I really enjoyed see the where conversation. we've gone from here. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the thing about it for me is I've I've enjoyed the conversation because it's a very, you know, you're just a real dude having a real conversation and not so many people can get too much energy or ego into it and I love the conversation, the style and just getting at what what really matters and um so I've appreciated that. I'd also like to share or invite you if you'd like to. I could share the whole chapter of motivation which includes the chart but also gives you the levels and descriptions. Sure, whatever you got. Love to. So, so I'll send that and you can do and post whatever. I'll just give you the chapter. The, um, my parting words would be, and I was thinking about this as you were talking about the thing you're going to do tomorrow and the thing you're going to do tomorrow. And I was thinking about my challenges with, with um, business and the things that stick me. And, you know, and I was just kind of having the whole ritual of just do that thing today that I need to do. Just do the one thing. Do the one thing. Mm-hmm. Do the one thing. So it's kind of the words, the one thing stuck in my head, which is, you know, I can complicate it, I can panic, I can have fear, I can have frustration, I can have all these things. But when I take one thing and do one thing today, first thing in the morning, everything changes. Right. So do the one thing. Do the one thing. Uh, in the words of Curly from uh, City Slickers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, uh, Billy, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Curly, he said that just before he died, the secret to life is one thing. One thing, yeah. <laughs> and yeah he's absolutely yeah. right. It's just do yeah. that one thing and then do the next thing. Yeah, Jack Palance, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. 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 Great awesome. part. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sean, thank you so much for uh, for joining me on the podcast and, and uh, listening to me. It's it's almost like a therapy session. Yeah, I enjoy it. I really enjoyed it. It was great. It was great being I've, on here. I'll share I've decided it. that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm too old to have an ego about being fit anymore. Uh, yeah. Face up to, to who I am and what I've been and, and uh, you know, uh, move on from today and, and see what I can do. Well, and I, you know, it's, it's kind of funny because I'm, uh, as you say that, you know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I know a ton about business. I've been greatly successful for years. I, I know how to help other people. I've done a lot of things and I'm just doing a kind of 2012. I'm finally getting into my 2012 kind of vision and focusing this week. And my big mantra is I'm not going to drag around a list of the things that I haven't done the last year, right. Or the last two <laughs> years. Right. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm taking what I've got today, where I am, what my strengths, what my assets, what my attributes are, and going forward every day from here on out, because the baggage of what I haven't done weighs me down more than the things I haven't done. That's great advice. Uh, you know, and, and like I said, I, I, I like this guy that I'm working out with. One, one of the things he was, uh, now I'm not even going to go there. He, 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 was, he, was, he was going on about what got me to the point where I'm at. Yeah. Like, I don't know that. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, no, <laughs> yeah. Trust me, yeah. I beat myself up about that every day. You know, I don't, yeah. I, I don't need, I don't need that. That's not helpful to go there. No, 
Exactly. And I mean, I call it, you know, so many of the, the transformation kind of enthusiasts, I call it hating yourself forward. They take a before picture of themselves and they hate themselves as if, it's, if somehow they're going to hate themselves forward. And it's like, you know, I mean, you, you got to love where you are today because this is where you are. This is yeah. what and who I am. And facing that with compassion, love and acceptance is, is more create, creating more energy for the change I want to have without having to, to create a false sense of tension. I mean, the, the, having a negative inner dialogue about where I am is not an empowering story for moving forward. Yeah. I well, mean, I could do that all day long, <laughs> that one. So I'm so for and again that, you know? Uh-huh. So awesome. Well, we'll touch base. Uh, when, when would be a good time? How about a spring kind of thing when, it's, when the weather's turning, whether it's spring, uh, it was early good. April. Yeah. Late March, early April, somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, late March, early April. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you again, Sean. Uh, I so appreciate you taking the time to talk to me on the Branding Blog Podcast. And I'll talk to you again uh, when the leaves are back on the trees, or at least trying to get there. Right on, Dave. I appreciate it. Have a great All day. Right. Man. Thanks. You've been listening to the Branding Blog Podcast. I'm Dave Young. Have a great week. Talk to you next week.